Hello, and welcome back to Hope, a podcast wishing to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. The Webster's Dictionary defines hope as a desire accompanied by expectation of or belief in fulfillment. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. It seems like everybody in Athens, Georgia, and even outside of Athens, Georgia, knows who Steve Middlebrooks is. But they know him because he's the dealer for Haywood Allen Toyota and Haywood Allen GMC. They don't know his real story. And that's the thing that we're going to bring to you today, and you're going to enjoy it. So listen in for Steve Middlebrook's hopeful story. I'm really honored this morning to have Steve Middlebrook's on with us as our guest today, because if anybody has a story in Athens, Georgia, I think he has one. He has multiple stories, and we're going to try to get a couple of them on the table today and appreciate having Steve not only as a friend, but somebody I brought a lot of cars from in the past. Hello, Steve. Hello there, Danny. How are you today? Doing just just great. You know, you do have something in common with me uh, in that uh, you came from South Georgia, and that's where uh, I came from. Uh, South you, Georgia, next. Yeah, were you in Albany? Where was it? I actually was born in Albany, but I went to school in Cordell and grew up on Lake Blackshire. Okay, and you know all the uh, dowdies down there? I do. Went to school with Jerry, graduated with Jerry. I sure did. Good people, good people. Well, they, they are good people. They've been great, uh, great fun through the years, and I kind of married into that family, uh, which worked <laughs> out real well. It's just that same old thing, Steve, and it probably happened with you and your bride, uh, Susan, you married above yourself, you know. Amen. Amen. And nothing, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Where, where did Susan come from? She is actually from Athens. She was a, a bishop here. Her uh, dad was Emmett Bishop. Her uncle was Julius Bishop. And sh- she was born and raised here. And uh, like she likes to say that she uh, was the last graduating class of Athens High with cheerleader with Andy Johnson uh, on that state championship team. Good night. Uh, she has some Famous uh, background then, no question about it. I think uh, being uh, kin to Julius Bishop was uh, kind of interesting too. Well, he was an interesting man, self-made man, and uh, did a did a lot for the community. Well, you you, you picked the you picked the right one. Uh, let me uh, get right into this because uh, I guess your story may start uh, what at UGA, as much as anything. You- oh. Uh, you know, I, I guess you would say that, um, when you say, you know, my story, I'm like most other, uh, you know, young kids that went off to school, university of Georgia. And, uh, you know, I was one of the ones that came and had no idea what I wanted to do and, uh, attended Georgia. Uh, the short version of it is my first quarter, they had quarters back then, not, not semesters. My first quarter, uh, I majored in fraternity and I made a C, a D, an F, and a WF. And I went home and my dad put me on a tractor for three weeks and said, do it one more time and you'll never go back to college. And after that, I made one B and all A's the rest of my career. So he got my attention. Yeah. What an incentive. I mean, <laughs> that's an, you know, the problem that I've got with South Georgia and, and tractors is that none of my folks, my wife's folks down there would ever let me drive a tractor. I've never <laughs> I, driven a I, tractor in 40 years. <laughs> well, uh, I have. I'm sure. Well, they're, they're afraid to put me on it. I'm I'm quite sure. Well, you came to the University of Georgia, and if anybody loves the Bulldogs, uh, you do. And it was brought to fruition when you became president of the Touchdown Club of Athens. 
and uh, did a great job. I know you enjoyed that that stint. Well, I, I don't know any better. I raised my hand and volunteered because I'm. Uh, my wife tells me I've got a type AAA personality, and I can't argue with it there. And it's not always good. I get myself in some jams, but I don't mind stepping out. And I've been involved for about 25 years with the Touchdown Club, and still a sponsor there. And the uh, Lauren Smith got involved in the National Football Hall of Fame. But I, I guess the one thing that I'm most uh, proud and pleased to be involved with is when uh, Mark Rick came. Uh, I got on the board of directors fellowship Christian athletes for the football team. And, uh, that has expanded to, uh, chaplains throughout the university with over, over 500 student athletes and still serve on that board and actually serve as the president of the uh, fellowship Christian athletes of the university of Georgia. And, and they just do a great job with these young people. Well, I can't believe that the Georgia football players need any kind of guidance uh, while they're at Georgia. Uh, yeah, I get to take a big laugh at that. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad at least we're going to have a couple of games this year. And I imagine that you are as affected by that as anybody, because everybody calls you and say, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I, 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 I don't know about that, but uh, I don't know as anything more than anybody else other than we sh- sure hope that we play Danny. Well, that that sounds, uh, sounds good to me now. You made a big step, maybe the biggest step in your life, or one of them anyway, to, to drop down there to Haywood Allen and uh, work as, what did you work as when you were 18, 20 years old? Well, this is kind of ironic. In, in my fraternity, I was rushing, rush chairman, I, I was rushing a couple of guys that may, names may sound familiar. One was Doc Eldridge, the other was Alec Allen, and uh, and I got to know Alec and Alec eventually goes off and plays football at University of Texas, but uh, he knew I was uh, about to graduate, and his da- dad was expanding and uh, in the dealership, and he had a, a, a department he was opening up, and at the time it was called F and I Finance and Insurance, and I was uh, working for Peter Hodson at SunTrust Bank, excuse me, Trust Company Bank. And uh, I went out and interviewed the short version in 1973. My interview took three minutes and he offered me $8,400 and a car to drive. And I thought I could live off that the rest of my life. And so that was 47 years ago. And I was just blessed to kind of move up the ranks. And um, my dad, if there's one thing he did teach me, it was a work ethic. I don't mind working. And so just, you know, I've been blessed. by being surrounded with a lot of good people. Well, and, and the Allens are great people, right? Uh, Amen. Yes, they are. Uh, and have been forever. I, I guess you got to know Haywood Allen intimately uh, during those years. He hired me, and he he was a character, to say the least. Uh, uh, so many people, when they see the name Hayward Allen, uh, is, uh, those that have moved to town in recent years think that they have no idea what the name stands for. They think it's two people, Mr. Hayward or Mr. Allen. And I always tell everybody that, you know, he was the captain of the first bowl team that Georgia in uh, 1942 orange bowl team. So he was the very first captain. And in addition to, you know, he and uh, Bill Hartman started the Hartman fund, which is uh, most everyone knows about the Hartman fund because that's where they, they sink a lot of money if they want tickets at the university of Georgia. Well, they do, and they've done a lot of good throughout the years. There's no question about that. I want to go backwards a little bit here to Lauren Smith. How, how well did you get to know Lauren Smith? 
uh, Lauren and I, we, we talk often, uh, matter of fact, he's called me twice this week, uh, and we will talk because he's like me. We're both early risers. It's, it's not unusual for me to be on the treadmill or the elliptical at 445 in the morning and get a phone call from Lauren, or he'll be walking on the beach somewhere. Or he's called me from France or whatever. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, as again, we're just involved in the in the athletic department over there, we'll, we'll do some sponsoring of things and spots. We sponsor the Wally boys. Uh, a lot of people don't know who the Wally boys are, but those are the, the former, uh, football players and Letterman under Wally butts. And, uh, they, that's when Mr. Allen played for Wally butts. So our company is a sponsor, you know, for them when they have gatherings. And as you can imagine with their age, uh, there are very few Wally boys still around. Well, no question about it, but yet uh, they're so proud to be able to be there. That's that's for sure. Amen. And, uh, you know, Lawrence Smith is just a he's a, a, a legacy for the University of Georgia football and other things. I guess he does other types of uh, broadcasting. Lauren is one of the hardest working men you'll find. Uh, I promise you. I promise you. Well, didn't he have a battle, uh, a health battle, a while back too? Oh. He had, he had leukemia years ago, and I think most everybody thought that it was just going to be a, a short time for him to continue living. And, uh, he has just accelerated. He has not slowed down one bit, not one bit. Wonder what age, or can he tell? Can you tell what his age is? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'd say it's. Uh, a, he he wouldn't get mad at me. Lauren's an open book, but it's probably close to close to close to forty. Uh, I was shot 40, 80 rather, and, <laughs> he would be a uh, but he, he would like, that's right. But he goes like he's 40. He goes like he's 40. Yeah. Well, you, you know, have you ever had the opportunity in your dealership there to do some sense of, a a ministry for somebody you might say, not just giving money to the, some charity, but, uh, somebody that really needed a car bad, uh, uh, Danny, uh, it may surprise you that we, uh, we get requests. If I had to average it out, I would say at least twice a month for someone to um, that is in need of a car and would like to have a car donated. And uh, just last week, I had someone in my church uh, contact me. They wanted to know if we, we could donate a, a new car for an auction to raise money for a for a small school uh, that they were involved in. And uh, I would tell you that I look at our involvement in the community just like I tithe at our church. Um, I, you know, I think we just need to we need to get back to our community, and and I think that's something that's been instilled in me for a long, long time, and um, and we're glad to do it. It is just uh, most, I guess, last year the one that stands out is uh, a young man that coached both of my sons at, at the Y uh, has six foster children. And he contacted me and it was in need of a, a vehicle for, for them, for, for six foster children. Uh, you know, if you can't help somebody out like that, you know, you can't help, you know, you're not worth your salt. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't want to end the conversation with you to say that, that we have unlimited supply of vehicles. We, we, <laughs> I, I was ready to come pick mine up. I hear you. I hear you. We don't. But uh, if, if, if there's anything we can possibly do, we, we surely would love to assist someone well let me ask you this what what have you hoped for and that's the name of our show hope 
Uh, what have you hoped for throughout these years uh, that would take place or that you would uh, conquer or would, you would um, really feel like you had done something more than anything else? It, is it the 25 years that you spent teaching Sunday school? Does that have something to do with it? Well, I, I tell everybody that I'm not a Sunday school teacher. I facilitate. Um, but I'd like to think I I volunteered to do this for, for, for a couple of weeks back years ago. And, and, uh, I don't think they could find anyone else. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm still, still doing it. Uh, and I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. And the one thing that I get from this is that, uh, in preparation for the, for the Sunday school lessons, um, then I, I know that I've got to get in, uh, get in my Bible, get in the word and I've got to, got to study it. So I surely don't want to think somebody to think that I'm being forced to do it. I don't, I don't think of it that way, but it is an incentive for me to do it. Just like, you know, I, I prepare a daily devotional and have done for about the past seven years. And, and it's just another way for me to, uh, to get focused early in the morning to get my priorities right. Because, hey, I make plenty of mistakes, Danny. Plenty, plenty, plenty of mistakes. No, you can't because you're a triple A. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were going around the uh, church group, and it's about six couples or something like that. And we were saying, well, what do you think your relationship with uh, with the Lord is? And and we'd go, right, some might say four, some five, some six. And I come, I came out with ten. <laughs> and I wasn't being a smart aleck or anything like that. He said, I said because I've got a personal relationship, and I consider it to be that important. And so hey. ever since then, they call me a ten. Said Danny can do no wrong. He's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our, that's what we all strive for. That's for sure. Uh, well, tell me about these uh, these two boys. I mean, you've got some fine boys. I. I don't know that I've met Chad that much unless it was high school athletics or something, but I, I know Wesley pretty doggone good. Uh, you know, we're blessed. Um, you know, Wesley, um, I think they're both probably overachievers. Uh, uh, Wesley, you know, you can see he's very small in stature, but, um, he quarterback Clark central when they played Valosta for the state championship. Uh, and he, had some small college offers and, and, uh, decided to go to the university of Georgia. And, and after being over there, uh, he walked on and played under Ray Goff, uh, did not see that much action. I guess his quote unquote claim to fame. He, he, uh, I think it was a last quarterback to start in the, in the, uh, Georgia, Georgia tech JV game on Thanksgiving, uh, back years ago when they used to have the JV or the freshman game, uh, but he, he, he was mainly, uh, on the, on the meat squad, I guess you'd say. And then Chad, on the other hand, Chad, um, worked for me right out of college at the Toyota dealership. And I always had sayings. I've got more sayings than you can shake a stick at, but, but one of them, um, uh, he came in my office one day after about a year and a half and he said, dad, uh, you know, that saying you always, uh, told Wesley and me. And I said, which one don't, uh, study till you think, you know, it study till you know, you know, it. he said, no, 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 not that one. The other one, uh, that you've always told us don't have regrets in life. And I said, yeah, I do remember that. And, uh, he said, well, I, I'm here to tell you that I'd like to, uh, uh, go to China and be a missionary in China. So Uh-oh. kind of, a, kind of <laughs> a shocker to me, but, um, uh, I knew the Lord was leading him in that direction. And it was, uh, a great foundation. Uh, he and his wife, um, uh, 
who is a strong Christian, Jessica, uh, they went to uh, China for about four years and, and came back and then he went to seminary and, and uh, went up to Tennessee and became a pastor up in Columbia, Tennessee. And then one of his college uh, friends and roommates uh, was a pastor at Lookout Mountain. They have a huge church up there, Lookout Mountain Presbyterian. They have five pastors that rotate uh, preaching on Sundays. And so he is now at Lookout Mountain, has been for going on two years. And uh, uh, they actually absolutely love it up there. Well, I know that you're so proud of both of them, and you can't help but be because they have uh, they have achieved great things, and they have tried to excel, I guess, all the way through their life. When you go back to football, all the way through being a pastor or being uh, one of the uh, dealers at the uh, what is it? it's the GMC dealership, right, uh, that Wesley right. is. Yeah, he's he's a partner in both of our dealerships, uh, but he manages the the um, Cadillac Buick GMC dealership. That's correct. Well, you know, uh, Steve, that word regret regrets it bothers me, uh, and, and and I don't ever use it. I don't like it. I, it I'm I'm different than may, maybe the way that you look at it, but I re- regrets are something that it's hard to get around. It's hard to know that you've uh, overcome. It is, Danny, and it's, it's like um, I think so many people uh, have a tendency, um, again, one of my slang saying is to look in the rearview mirror rather than look in the front windshield. And I've I, yet to figure out a way to change the past. I, I'm still trying to, but I can't figure a way to change the past. The only thing I can do is do uh, you know, what I can in the current situation as well as what's before me. And, um, I, you know, that's... I'm the eternal optimist. Uh, I don't mind telling you. Well, your, your eyes are always forward. There's no question about that. And I, and I'm the same way. I, frankly, I don't have much use for the past unless, uh, I learned from it, from an experience or I enjoyed the beauty of it. But outside of that, I'm, I'm headed forward. Uh, Amen. And that's the only way, only way to be, because, you know, so many people have such degree of sadness and depression and other things with dealing with the past with something they absolutely can't do anything about. Yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, it, it's just someone's makeup, but I, all I know, I can tell you this, if you, uh, if you get in the word daily and you continue to focus on what God has, uh, you know, in store for you, uh, and for me, that is, I know that it, it sets my day and sets the tone for my day. Uh, and because, because each and every day I get obstacles thrown in front of me, I promise you, uh, we all do. We all do. But, um, I call them opportunities rather than obstacles. Really? That, that's exactly the, the only way to look at it. And I agree with you a hundred percent, you know, coming back to the idea of hope. And that's again, what we try to project here. Uh, you, uh, provide a lot of hope with your weekly, is it devotional or is it Facebook or what is it that you do? You know, Danny, about seven, eight years ago, uh, I've always, I've done a devotional for years and read a devotional, but seven, eight years ago, I read one that just hit me and, uh, I, I'd never done this before, but I posted it on Facebook and about nine o'clock that morning, uh, I got a phone call from a young man that read it and, and uh, read your devotional and, uh, it, uh, spoke to me and said that, uh, is there any way I could come talk to you? So my wife and I are going through a divorce. And my first reaction was, uh, hey, I'm no counselor. I'm just a used car salesman. Uh, I, but, of course, I said, sure, I'd be glad to. And he came out. We had a conversation. We, we prayed together. And 
Uh, I've always uh, referred back to an old uh, song that you may have heard before. Uh, it's from a, a, a black uh, group in Alabama. And it simply says, I'm just a nobody trying to tell anybody about somebody who could save anybody. And uh, we never know what we say, what we do, that one act of kindness, that one gesture, that one smile, that, that one thing that we do. We never know the impact it has on somebody. And I'll take it a step further. Uh, about 25 years ago, I'm sitting in my basement watching football and the phone rings and it's Stan Satterfield, Dr. Stan Satterfield. And he says, Steve, we're starting up a, a Bible study at the Y and would like to invite you to come. And that one phone call uh, that he called and 25 years later, we're, that group, including with Stan, Dr. Satterfield, we still have our Thursday morning Bible study at the Y. So that, you know, little did he know that one phone call would make a change in my life. So we're all called to, to have a positive impact in somebody else's life and to give them hope. Well, boy, you said a mouthful there. And uh, it, it certainly goes along with what our thinking is here. And we're trying, that's what we're trying to do with this, this whole podcast. We want to provide hope for people. We want to show where folks that uh, were down in the dumps, came out of the dumps and got hope and uh, went right on to, to do great things. Well, believe it or not, we're out of time here, but uh, this has been fantastic. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all you do for Athens and for those that you uh, that you meet with. Hey, uh, Danny, I'll close it by just saying what I've already said. I'm just nobody trying to tell anybody about somebody who can save anybody. <laughs> can't beat that. I'll go along with it. We'll have a great week, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Hey, thank you so much, Danny. Have a good day. Thank well, you. now you know the story. It's a lot more to Steve Middlebrooks than just being a car dealer. He has done so many things for so many people throughout the years, and he is a legacy in his own right. Thank you for listening to somebody that really cares about the Athens community. This episode recorded at Vega Studios. Also remember to follow us on social media. We will be posting our episodes on our Facebook page along with the website. Stay in touch with us and spread the word. It's all about hope. But before we go, I wanted to remind the listeners that I'm a huge supporter of the UGA Miracle, which is the largest student-run organization at the University of Georgia that raises money for children's health care of Atlanta. They raise over a million dollars a year, and you can be a part of that. Just go to ugamiracle.org, and you can donate. Remember, any amount given is a step closer to saving a child's life.